There are more questions than answers. Like if Cinderella's shoe fitted perfectly, why did it fall off? Hi America, hello world. My name is Adrian Lee and I am your host. So the prince says Cinderella is the love of his life. But he forgets what she looks like and he has to go across the kingdom putting a shoe on every girl it meets. How does that work out? My theory is that the reason they fell off is she was wearing glass crocs. Ah, the famous glass crocs mm-hmm. wow one way or another this dress comes off by midnight <laughs> wow <laughs> welcome to the show more questions than answers the only paranormal quiz show anywhere in the world each week my guests and i will search the world's newspapers websites and tv shows just for you to bring you the very best in paranormal talk radio entertainment and enlightenment we will then test each other's knowledge of the week's events strange supernatural unusual bizarre and just plain weird if you've just tuned in especially to hear the show then i admire your taste if you've just tuned in by accident then i admire your luck i am huddled under my quilt with a large flashlight and a nice cup of tea with tonight's guests somewhere in the barren wildernesses of the midwest plains with the sound of my oldly mother snoring distantly from the room next door so snuggle under your covers, listen to my mother, we'll press our ear against the bedroom wall. Whatever my mother's listening to before she goes to bed, pick some pause on her unconscious mind, and that's the very tune she snores. Let's have a listen. Get your kicks on Route 66. Oh, I thought it was Jingle Bells. Oh. Yes, Jingle Bells. <laughs> Let's try that again. All the way, all the way. What? So it's a mashup. <laughs> Jingle bells. All the way, all the way. I just feel weird pushing my ear against your mother's bedroom wall. Yes, I don't think she can feel it. I think you'll be fine. Wow. That's what she said. If you promise not oh, to God. penetrate her auric field, all is good. I'm sure we'll be fine. So snuggle under your covers, turn out your light, and hold on tight. The rules are very simple. Points will be awarded randomly for being interesting or for making me laugh or shiver in horror. Extra points will be available for shock and awe value. To help me control my rowdy panel of recidivists and reprobates, I will employ what I have called the inappropriate bell. An example of this would be... The panel have no idea what's coming. I have no idea what stories they have for tonight's show, so let me introduce my guests. Firstly, the mysterious and effervescent Heather Morris. She's been a paranormal investigator for many years, with her own team called Hellhound Investigations, and does all of her best work in the shadows. She is now one of the leading audio and EVP experts with the International Paranormal Society, 
and brings her knowledge and research skills to tonight's show. She is also our producer and sound engineer. Heather realized this week that there are hundreds of millions of really nice suits just buried underground. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Heather. I've got my eye on them. I guess we could go and get one or two. We could retrieve them, couldn't we? Yeah. Take them to the dry cleaners. Mm-hmm. Uniforms is too. Think of all the uniforms, the medals. Wow. They've actually invented a suit that when you wear it, it makes you experience what it's like to be 80. Unfortunately, the guy testing the suit just wandered off. <laughs> <laughs> I also wish to introduce... The man and crazy... Michelle Corey. She was born and raised in Moira, Minnesota, and has a keen and avid interest in all things paranormal. Michelle has done terrible things for money, like getting up early and going to work. Yes. (laughs) Welcome to the show, Michelle. Thank you. Most women would be less tired if they didn't have to wake up early to make their faces look less tired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense. I think sense. that was None. Hegel or Gan, I think. Descartes, maybe, someone like that. Oh, yeah, bro. I also wish to introduce tonight our resident psychologist, Chad Peters. Chad Hello. thinks that self-checkouts should include an employee discount. Welcome to the show, <laughs> <Right>. Chad. <laughs> That's right. I don't always use the self-checkout machines, but when I do, there's an unexpected item in the bagging area. (laughs) No. They're mad, they're bad, and they are paranormal. This is season three, episode 66. Does all become clear now with my mother's snoring? I would tell you, before we jump in too far, we're in the shallow end. We're paddling at the moment with little minnows nibbling at our feet. We haven't properly dived in yet, have we? I have my water wings on. Perfect. And we're slightly moist, just below the ankles. So, there's a listening party taking place right now. If you go to Facebook, if you go to More Questions Than Answers with Adrian Lee on Facebook, we currently have a listening party where people are posting gifts, cracking jokes. Mm -hmm. They're playing the quiz that I'm about to read out. So, you Mm -hmm. may win yourself some points for next week's show. I love it. If you keep track of the points currently taking place on Facebook, we might have a winner. (laughs) If they're anything like you. Anything. Anything at all. Anything can happen. We will stay tuned and we will look at that. But if you wish to join in the fun and frivolity, Facebook at this very minute would be the place to go as you're listening to our show. So as always, as convention dictates, we have the Ugly Sisters, Martin's sponsored Gong of Infinite Knowledge with a pumpkin of facts and the mice of statistics. Stand back so I can get a good run up. Ooh. Ooh. Love you, Martin Gong. Martin. Very, very impressive. On this very day, in 1893, the first ever Ferris wheel came into operation at the Chicago Wells Fair at a staggering 264 feet. So for the first time in the history of MQTA Radio, I cannot believe that bizarre, strange and fascinating facts about Ferris wheels. Feeling okay. confident? Do you like Ferris wheels? Is that something you would do? I like I don't them. mind them. I think the best thing to do is to take a huge bolt and a huge nut with you. And as you're going around, <laughs> just drop it loudly on the floor and then look up. Upwards is the way. Where did that come from? That in itself was the best present I ever got given was a large nut and bolt yeah, and a screw. It was the best present I ever... The fun I had at the fair with that nut and bolt. When was the last time you were on a Ferris wheel, Mr. I'm Scared of Heights? Well, there are some very famous Ferris wheels dotted around the world. Vienna, of course, would be a place no, to be. you. The Third Man <laughs> with Orson Welles. The 1949 classic, The Third Man by Orson Welles. One of the greatest speeches in cinematographic 
history took place on that Ferris wheel. It was completely made up and spontaneous by Orson Welles. If you get a chance to see The Third Man, it's often voted the best British film that's ever been made. And he invented that entire speech when he's on the Ferris wheel in Vienna. But that would be one example. It's actually enclosed. There's little cars, like a cable car. Oh, that's kind of You're not actually swinging around. I mean, that makes... The London Eye would be another good example, of course. I've never been on it. But the London Eye would be another Look nice. good example. George Ferris invented the Ferris wheel in 1891. They should have called it the George wheel. Would have been better, wouldn't it? Would have sounded a lot better, the George wheel. I think Ferris comes from the Irish word Fergus. I think there's a derivative in there, if my memory serves me right. You need to tell me, for your points this evening, tell me where he was and how he came up with the idea and how he drew it. So I want you to tell me where he was when he came up with the idea and where he drew it for you to get your points this evening. Where was George Ferris in 1891? He was taking a bath and watching the water drain. He was taking a bath. Mm. Lots of baths being taken in 1891, I'm guessing. Sure. And when he figured it out, he ran through the streets naked and shouted, Eureka. Wow. I like the way you jumped in on the end. Do you like the answer, Heather? Because you can take the points for that if you wish. (laughs) So you're telling me Freddie Mercury composed... And has written Crazy Little Thing Called Love whilst eating chocolate cake in the bath in Munich. Nice. Took him 10 minutes. Some of the best things, some of the best ideas have come up with instantly, aren't they? That's what I think about when I'm taking a bath. What, chocolate cake or Freddie Mercury? (laughs) Or a crazy thing called love. Yeah. Yeah. Well, don't stop me now. (laughs) Uh. So you're suggesting Mr. Ferris, George Esquire, Mm -hmm. was in the bath in 1891. Mm -hmm. And how did he... Remember his idea? What did he scribble it on? What did he do? How did he remember? Wrote it in soap. He wrote it in oh, soap. Oh. And you're happy with that, Like chalk, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm happy to take that answer. Michelle, you've had time to formulate an idea, to think of a plan, to fire some synaptic links into life. What are we going with? He was in the pub. Right. And he drew it on a napkin. Nice. That's a great answer. I've got a friend who's a very very famous illustrator he's illustrated all the conan barbarian book jackets the dungeon master game he illustrates men with swords that look like a bunch of walnuts stuffed into a condom scantily dressed women lots of snakes that's yep. if you've seen that that's what he does his huh. friends when they're short of money ask him for directions oh can you show me how to get to the red lion pub in stratford okay and he draws it on a napkin Ten minutes later, they're selling it on eBay. I just thought I'd share that with you. <laughs> That's genuinely what happens. He's won many awards. His name is Les Edwards, if you wish to look him up. Fabulous cool. artist. I got to go into his studio once. We fenced together. He was a fencer. And he had medical photographs all array around the wall. So, like, oh, dissected sure. limbs, stuff pinned out. Because he wants to get all the nice. anatomy right. Do you yep. see what I mean? So, Chad. Oh, I'm going to say he was at a train depot. He was watching trains, mm-hmm. watching the, the wheels go round. Nice. And he wrote it in soot. That's a great answer. Michelle has won ah. the first rotund, spinning, symmetrical points of the evening. She's now up to a rather glorious two. He was at a cocktail party, an engineer's banquet of all places, and he wrote it on a cocktail napkin. So you hit that. An engineer's banquet sounds a little posher than the pub, but we're in the same. Boring. Well, you say that. You don't know the engineers, I know. (laughs) Well, am I right in thinking that engineers' banquets are the very reason the pangalactic gargle blaster was invented? (laughs) (laughs) Some people will get that. 
Mm-hmm. And some people won't. The people that won't, what are you doing listening to our show? Uh, I was one of the ones that won't. Well, <laughs> you need to read some books, I would suggest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just wow. saying. Give me a towel. If you listen to this show, your ears will love you forever. That's the way to go. <laughs> mm. I see you sat over there hanging in space in exactly the same way that Brickstone. Today wow. is, of course, the summer solstice. So it gives me great pleasure to now inform you that the days are actually getting shorter and darker. So... Hope you've enjoyed the uh, light and the sun so far. Everything's downhill from here. So for the first time in the history of MQTA Radio, I can't believe that strange, bizarre and fascinating facts about the summer solstice. To win your points, we're going to have a little bit of entomology, etymology. We can collect insects. Oh, God. No. Or we could look at the history of words. I don't mind either way. No. What does the word solstice mean? I'll give you several clues to help you. First of all, it's Latin. The word sol is sun so all you have to do and it's very simple at this point you have to tell me what a stis is <laughs> solstice long sun what long sun long <laughs> wow he was my i can't Chinese believe <laughs> look at the stis on that <laughs> this show seems very stis some evenings <laughs> look he's stissing the two <laughs> Look at my sis Johns. No. Mm. Oh my. <laughs> Sun long. Nah, now you're just taking the stis. There's no reason for that. Mm. You're saying that stis mm. is long. Yeah. Sun long. Yep. Sun long. <laughs> That's a restaurant in Chinatown. <laughs> Let's go to the Sun Stis Long. That's right. Get some crispy duck. We're going to do Sun Long. Michelle, you've been on fire so far. <sighs> you are now required to tell me what solstice means when I've given you the word soul. <laughs> you skipped your Latin classes, didn't you? Yeah. I bet you're regretting that now, aren't you? Yes. Standing behind the bike sheds with a cigarette and a bag of chips. Yeah. Sun. Sun. There's always the sun. Sun. <laughs> the word is sun. Shine. Sunshine. <laughs> Chad knows. He knows Latin. Am I here? Yeah. This one isn't coming to me. I did know that soul was sun, but I'm going to say stis is equal. No. Equal. It was I, a difficult task. Work, I, well, but... Yeah, this is a very difficult task. Sistia is where it comes from. Sistia means to stand still. So it's the sun Ooh. being still because around the solstice at noon, it looked for a few days either side of that like the sun wasn't actually moving. For yeah. a long time? And it was shining. <laughs> Points all round. What was I thinking? <laughs> Hurrah! Way to go, us. Yes! I'm giving them away like candy. <laughs> yeah. Why am I reading this out? It's irrelevant. We, didn't need, we need a day of the week to celebrate the sun, and then perhaps just to even things up, we'll have a day afterwards where we celebrate the moon. How does Ooh, that sound? You I mean like Sunday? Sunday and Monday. Perfect. Huh? Excellent. Who yeah. knew? In Norway, in 2016, <laughs> the world's biggest what made the Guinness World Records on the summer solstice. Where? In Norway, in mm. 2016, they managed to get into the records for the biggest what on the summer solstice, and it is all related. I'm not just throwing a random fact out there. What were they Related to what? Related to the solstice. Related to the solstice. It isn't random. Like The Norwegians didn't decide to build the biggest sausage, and it just happened to coincide with the summer solstice. Do you want me to tell you how big it was, just to give you an idea? Yes. It was a staggering 155 and a half feet. Sausage. It's a sausage. <laughs> <laughs> the Oslo Whopper, they called it. Oh. Nice. 
they spent two weeks trying to find a bun big enough. That's terrible. She, the Norwegians the built... footlongs are cowering in the corner. Well, 155 and a half footlongs, I would suggest. If they just glued all the sausages together, they're climbing a sausage stairway to heaven, aren't they? Yes. So your answer, yes. how is this related to the summer solstice? I don't care. It's a sausage. It's a sausage. <laughs> oh my, it's a sausage. Saucisson. Michelle, Maple. what did they have? A nipple? Maple! <laughs> so during the summer solstice, which normally traditionally comes around the 20 to the 21st of June, yeah. you're suggesting a May pole. Well, they brought it out again. Wouldn't it be a June pole <laughs> at that point? Yes. So you're going summer f- pole. So your answer so far in this quiz is a sausage and a June pole. <laughs> June pole. Why, why am I June here? pole and... People, people say to me, is there a script? Is all this being scripted? How could I possibly sit here and think at any given moment the answers to this question would be a sausage in a June pole? I haven't done any research. For some reason, you when I started the show, I thought, let's look up some sausage-related jokes. It's bound to come up. You don't know how my mind works. Oh, we've you got don't a know pretty, me. We've got a pretty good idea. <laughs> I think we're working with all the materials we need. Chad, help me. What did they build? How about a sundial? Uh, that's a good answer, actually. Yeah, you said it that was. last time. Oh, my. <laughs> if you're playing... Yes, and you were wrong then as well. The answers that sound good aren't the answers that are right. And if you're playing the Bell Bunk and Snort drinking game, it did not go unnoticed that Michelle snorted and has given everyone around the world their first shot of the evening, salute, prost, cheers, skull. Perfect. It was the world's tallest bonfire. There. Oh. Rarely have we seen such an impressively hot erection. There we go. Now we need the world's <laughs> longest stick and a schmore. Mm. Only in Norway, but it was a bonfire. What is played annually at 12 midnight in Alaska during the solstice? By the light. <laughs> Of the silvery moon. Hi, Scott. I want to spoon. Imagine he sat there going, by the light of the silvery moon. Okay, that gives me baboon. That gives me spoon. That gives me loon. We're going to have to spoon. There's going to have to be a baboon in there somewhere. Soon. Soon. When we played that record, there's an old Vitrola. We was on a paranormal investigation. This is... I'm not going to tell you who sung that. It was Ida Johnson in 1913. I know this hit. You put it on a Vitrola, you turn the handle half a dozen times. By the way, before the remote controls were invented, do you remember as kids, as the youngest person, your job was to get up and turn the TV You were over. the remote. That's right. So back in the uh, 1910s, the Edwardian period, your job's to turn the handle on the Vitrola, right? Yes. The equipment's changed, but it's still the same job. But I like the fact the belts were stretched on the Vitrola, so it starts off by going, by the light. Very very impressive. So you're suggesting to me that they play at 12 o'clock midnight in Alaska on the summer solstice by the light of the silvery moon. Yeah, it's either that or that one song I can't remember from Warner Brothers. Something about, I want to sing a about a springer and then June and then I don't remember. Hello, my honey. <laughs> and who says that caring the community is letting us down? Don't make me come over there and throat punch you. Giant steps are what you take walking on a baboon. <laughs> I'm going to give you a clue. Oh, now. Excellent. It wasn't music. I can't believe you went. I was thinking of a game. What do they really? play? They play a game. Huh. What game are they playing? It's not a Vitrola. It's not out there. 
in Alaska, in Juneau, everyone's turning at the midnight. handle. Yes, at midnight. Go, um, duck, duck, gray duck. Perfect. I'll take that answer, <laughs> Michelle. Note that the only state in the union they play Duck, Duck, Grey Duck is Minnesota. <laughs> I'm just happy I've got a coherent answer that doesn't involve a sausage or a 1913 song. So it's my turn. It is, Michelle. What would you like? Cotton chips twice, please. Okay. Yes, please. They play leapfrog. They play... Spin the bottle. I want to change frog, it. Spin the bottle. <laughs> now, you're going to be disappointed if you change it and it actually turns out to be... Duck, duck, goose, do you call it over here? Duck, duck, gray duck. Spin okay. the bottle. It's only duck, duck, gray duck. Okay. Well, I'm not from these parts. I'm foreign. I'm a stranger in a strange <laughs> land. So you're playing spin the bottle at 12 o'clock midnight in Alaska. Yes. Have you ever kissed a woman? Spin. <laughs> Chad, have you ever kissed a woman? <laughs> spin. <laughs> what are they playing? <laughs> oh, my. Michelle... I'm about to if Michelle spins this bottle right. <laughs> He broke his glasses because he kissed a woman as she crossed her legs. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> and she liked it. Chad, help me. Oh, I What are they nothing. playing at midnight? They've been doing this since 1906. Um, I got nothing. Hopscotch. They are playing baseball. It's a baseball game. It's known oh, as the Midnight Sun yeah, Game, yeah. which is MSG, of course, the Midnight Sun game. The trouble mm, with that... Yeah, it's good on food. Yeah, 20 minutes later, you want another baseball game. <laughs> How do you see the ball? <laughs> it's it's like daylight. Heather. It's light. They the don't sun have... is up all night. That's oh. right. That was the point. It was started in 1906, and they're still looking for the ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. In ancient Rome, the festival of Vestalia coincided with the solstice. Vestalia celebrated what? That's all you need to tell me. The Romans were celebrating the festival of Vestalia... What were they celebrating? Olives. Olives. Mm. The Greek olive, the Roman olive, the Italian olive. Yeah. Tapenade. Oh, you don't olive know oil. where my mind went. I was <gasps> thinking Vespa, which is a moped. And I know that's not right. No, because that's a wasp in Italian, <laughs> so that's off the table. Vest, Vestalia. Mm. There is a clue in there. I've said her name several times. Said her name several times, yes. huh? Vestalia. She's the goddess. Of... Well, Vest. that's the that's the that's the crux of the question. Damn you, goddess of vests! I've now lost three. Where's my vests? I want to track down the goddess of single socks as well. While we're on the subject, because I want a word with her as well. There's an altar with vests. Just and all there socks. is, with a picture of Freddie Mercury at Band Aid standing there with a vest on. Oh, yeah. Everyone who's worn a vest and is famous for wearing a vest. Yves Saint Laurent, Freddie Mercury, Ted, Bun Ted Bundy. Um, they're all there in the altar. Bacon thinker. Nice. What are you going to go with, Michelle? Oh. Olives is gone. I'm going to go with the fertility. <laughs> oh, I like that. Any reason why, do you think? Well, I can't remember what Vesta did, but they like their fertility in Rome. Yeah, they did like their fertility in Rome. I'm going to say it's kind of the opposite. I'm going to say it's for Vestal Virgins. Wow, she is the goddess called Vesta, and Chad is 100% correct. Nice. It's Vestal Virgins. It. They're celebrating virginity on the summer solstice. She was also the goddess of domestic life. So she was the goddess of laundry, vacuuming, shower scrubbing, single socks and vests. So and no sex. And vests. <laughs> I and win. Vest. Well, I'm feeling very philanthropic. I win. Points all round. Everybody's <laughs> nice. happy. But more for me. Wow. <laughs> but more for John. God. Did you say more for John? 
Todd. Whoever is Say anything. I said, I'll give you some more points. John. John. <laughs> yeah. Solstice John. <laughs> Finding a $5 bill in a pants pocket whilst doing the laundry is what I imagine winning the lottery feels like. Mm-mm. Let's get through these and win some points. On this day in 1788, imagine such a wonder, 1788. The U.S. Constitution came into effect on this very day when New Hampshire became the ninth and final state to ratify that. So, for the first time in the history of MQTA Radio, I can't believe that bizarre, strange and fascinating fact about the bizarre laws of New Hampshire. Oh, Excellent. Did you know that Britain is exactly the size of New Hampshire? Pretty much. Exactly. Yep, pretty much. Give or take a square mile or two. Oh, the globe a... has lied to me. Yes, this is true. But then the people that invented the globe and cartography were British. So we made ourselves in the middle and made ourselves very large, right? Oh, they were, they were all men, weren't they? France is five times larger than Britain in reality. But if you look at a map, we're actually batting our weight against them. Yeah. Nice. So uh, if you get a chance to... We invented time, of course, as well. Yes. Invented time. time. Yes, we did. Absolutely. It's not being argued with. The British sundial. These are facts. Greenwich Mm -hmm. Mean Time. We invented time (laughs) and cartography and shortbread. So Uh we're doing very well in offering (laughs) the world electricity, steam engines, trains. Oh, oh, yeah. Buggery. Jet. jet. Wow. (laughs) Yes, I, I believe that was George Ferris in 1893. Uh, and it was in a bathroom with some chocolate cake and some soap. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And a jar of olives. Good times. So, New Hampshire. 140 times, by the way, Britain fits into America. If we're going to throw some strange and fascinating facts out there. And points are won for that very thing. So I'm going to give myself a couple of points. What, Ooh, for knowing that? Because yes. you freaking did the goog? Yes, <laughs> this is how this show works. If you're slightly interesting... You're going to get some points, is where we are. Ridiculous. You are not allowed to do this on the beach in the dark in New Hampshire, but it's fine during the day, apparently. So if you're in New Hampshire, you're on the beach. There's spume. Have a campfire. Flying in all directions. Foam and spume, as far as you can see. Have a campfire. You are not allowed to have a campfire at night in New Hampshire on the beach, but during the day, that's perfectly fine. Yep. And I've got a 155-foot-long sausage that we can put on that for you. All the way from Norway. Yes, Norway famous for sausages. I love it. And dirt. Nice. Yes, there's a lot of dirt. <laughs> and weird sounding words in yeah. Norway. And yeah. fish. Michelle, what are you not allowed to do at nighttime on the beach? But you can do it with gay abandon during the day. Dig for clams. Dig for clams. <laughs> Clam digger. I think that's grave digger, but I admire your enthusiasm. <laughs> Would you dig my clams? <laughs> where's, where's the rest of that song going? Did it, did it. Can you make it shallow so I can feel the rain? There's little clams looking up to the sky. It's, it's raining. Poor it's raining. little clams. Wow. Clams. Who knew that Uncle David would be turned into an ashtray one day? Oh, good Lord. Chad, what are they doing at night time that's illegal on the beach? Is it like a really, really specific, like using phosphorus to bait fish? It is as simple as harvesting seaweed. They don't like you doing it at night because you can't see what you're pulling out of the sea when there's <laughs> things right. attached to it. You know, safety first. Like clams. Like clams, for example. <laughs> or Norwegian sausage. Right. Wow. Isn't that a Beatles song? Isn't Norwegian it good? Soul. Norwegian sausage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, we should all yeah. start. I'm game to start the seaweed diet. 
there. We see weed, we smoke it. <laughs> <laughs> Watch the I did weight. not lose weight when I tried that. Fall off. <laughs> you lose weight because you can't get out of the house to go to the shops. That's why. But you can still order pizza. Oh, my. You end up working your way through the back of the cupboard where there's an old ramen noodle and a <laughs> tin of cat food. <laughs> wow. You cannot in New Hampshire train up this animal to help you with hunting. A seagull. Yes, those hunting seagulls, very dangerous. A seagull. You're not allowed to train up a seagull to help you. No, can't do it. So what's a seagull doing for you then? Is it it bringing your pheasant back after you've shot it? Is it... It can kidnap tacos. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it can. How's that useful on a hunting expedition? I can't help thinking I'd have shot more wolves and bears if the seagull... Hadn't they given me single vision, lacking depth of focus? <laughs> a, a seagull can get hot dogs and tacos <laughs> and, and potato chad and necklaces. Am I right in thinking that you've got a degree in psychology? <laughs> I do. Am I also right in thinking that you've actually studied mental health and worked in institutions? <laughs> you've, you've worked. I, you? I actually the, have. Yeah. Right. Right. So when Miss Morris <laughs> has spent the last twenty-five minutes and every answer to every question has been sausage. Where do you, as a psychologist, where where would you start to begin with that? Where I would mean, you she start seems to... to be perseverating. She's she's really into that one what, thing. What's about precipitation? What? <laughs> yes, be careful of the wet sausage. Mm. What's your answer, seagull? Yeah, there's a show in here dying to get out. Absolutely, Michelle. What are you allowed to hunt with? What can't you train up? Bear. To? A bear. Would be a great hunting <laughs> session. Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> I like that. Good. Good answer. We know what that means. <laughs> Chad, have you got a good answer or are you going to get it right? No, I'm going to go with monkey. <laughs> go with a monkey. <laughs> Neither of those. Or a Frenchman. Interchangeable. Oh, oh, bye French listeners. It was, in fact, a ferret. You cannot <gasps> train up a ferret oh. to help you. Oh, that like Beastmaster. <laughs> I remember seeing that film. I had a crush on him. Leave it Who alone. <laughs> wow. I feel like we're learning an awful lot about you. I've, we've been doing this and show for six years. And in the last half an hour, I think I know more about you than you've revealed in that entire length of time. That's unbelievable. I was going to throw a few ferrets together and start a small business. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Yes. Oh. I got that. Hurrah. <laughs> I love this show. It's still, my favorite one is, what's two crows? I know a, the answer to this. An attempted an murder. Attempted murder. <laughs> a casserole of tortoises was still my favorite. Mm. I made that up. There's no such thing. <laughs> it's illegal to do this with a child on a campground in New Hampshire. And I'll give you a clue. It originated in Italy. <laughs> Does it have anything to do, to do with, with olives? Oh, sausage. <laughs> <laughs> Unusually, it doesn't. No. <laughs> most most questions and answers about Italy can be summed up do with. Do they with... go camping in Italy? Yes, yes, they do. I've camped on uh, sites in Rome and Florence. In fact, I'll tell you some camping stories. I camped uh-huh. in Florence and I pitched my tent in. It had a built-in ground sheet, <laughs> and in the middle of the night. Unbeknownst to me, I Is managed to camp one? on top of a huge anthill. Oh, and they ate no. through the ground sheet. They carried me away. I woke up <laughs> 10 miles down the road in an olive grove. They picked me up and carried it me. It did have a to do with olives. Yes. I yes. win. It hasn't got anything to do with olives, but you're not allowed to do this with children in a campground in New Hampshire. But it did originate in Italy. Can you give me any type of a hint? It's a game. 
Okay. We've played it. Duck, duck, grey duck. No, when have we played that? <laughs> I feel like I'm in a Venn diagram of sausage. <laughs> duck, duck, duck grey duck, duck, and olives. Right? Um, Cards against humanity. Sat in the middle. Uh, charades. There we go. We get an answer. What are you not allowed to do with children on a campground? Make them play bocce ball. That's a good answer. <laughs> which, you know, means perfectly well you've got no points. <laughs> play spin the bottle. Spin the bottle. It was, in fact, <laughs> bingo. You're not allowed to play bingo. In Wait. hotels as well. Hotels was mentioned. I think it's got a lot to do with... That's uh, gambling, isn't it? That's exactly where yeah. you're going. It's to do with prizes yeah. more than anything else. But that is, in fact, banned. So if you've got a, a small bag of balls and some cards, don't get any of the kids <laughs> on a campsite. Also, I don't Hampshire. think you should play spin the bottle with children. No, unless there's just that, for the record. Yes, unless there's some adult supervision involved. Right? I played stand-up comedy bingo. Have you heard of this? Stand-up comedy oh, bingo. Oh, yeah. You get cards made up with your friends. You go to a comedy club, and there's squares. And you'll sit mm-hmm. there, and you can use a dobber, or you can make your own little uh, ticks. So on the bingo card for stand-up comedy with your friends, you've got Stephen Hawkins, midgets, mm. does a bad mime and says, don't know what that is, parents, Childhood vacation observational joke. I waited all night once for a full house, praying for a Susan Boyle joke. Oh, God. Isn't that always the way? You wait, and it doesn't come up, does it? No, it doesn't come up. No, I lost that one. That was then. But this is now as we enter our favourite part of the show. It's the mailbag! The mailbag. We love the mailbag. Not only can you listen right now and play along, not only have we got a listening party taking place on Facebook, you can write to us. We love receiving your messages of support, your comments, anything you wish. We've got a poll at the moment. We're going to make up some T-shirts, and there's a poll on Facebook you can vote on. We're going to make some T-shirts up. Michelle's actually sporting an MQT T-shirt right now. If you're yes, paying your dollar and you're on Patreon right now, you can actually see that in glorious Technicolor. But if you go on there, we're going to have some T-shirts printed. Things cool. like, I love this show. Why am I here? I admire your luck. We don't do orbs. I mean, there is a whole series of uh, Norwegian sausage, perhaps would be a, yes. a popular one. Tesla monkeys. Tesla monkeys, yep. Got all their albums. They're Chad great. Peters is amazing. Well, it's not good. <laughs> then that'll probably be on a shirt. Carried yeah. away. Yeah. Diana is a very good listener and a supporter of the show. She posted, listening now, can't wait for the video. She's 100% She's awesome. correct. If you pay a dollar, we have a Patreon site. Explain... To our listeners, so I can have a drink due to the hilarity of the Italian sausage joke. What are we doing on Patreon, Miss Morris? Oh, what we do is we do actually a lot of extras. Um, we also put up the video of each week's recording if our video camera doesn't eat it. And then um, we also put up special episodes. And our plans for the future are to do episodes that will only be present on the Patreon site. Yeah, there's a lot of episodes there that have never, ever been aired. We've got That's a Ghostbusters right. episode that I've written and we all performed and we acted in. Right. There's videos. Right. We're actually filming ourselves right now. Can I mention, and we put this out on YouTube last week because it was so good. You did a story in the Not For Your Mother round. That's right, because I'm brilliant. Last week about a woman <laughs> in China <laughs> who strained herself so hard on the toilet with constipation, she managed to lose 10 years of her memory. Yeah, she got I laughed yeah. so hard, I was actually <laughs> sick. So if you wish to see that, and lots of people have actually watched that, and I'm sure someone is going to cut and paste that YouTube link and put it on Facebook right now as part of our listening party, so if someone could do that for me, 
I'd be grateful, Miss Morris. Yeah, I was just going to mention that if you go on to YouTube and you just type in poop coma, yep. it will pull it up. <laughs> nice. There. nice. Yes, don't go for a word search. Don't go for a picture search on poop no. coma. Just go straight <laughs> to YouTube would be my advice. But you can pay a single dollar on patreon.com MQTA radio and you will see us in the studio with many, many other wonderful things. She goes on to say this has been the most entertaining episode of the whole year, and that was last week. Oh, thank oh. you. Although yes. stride for stride, I think we're doing pretty well tonight. To yeah. I'm yeah. happy with the, you happy with the way things are going, Chad? Absolutely. Michelle, how do you feel the show's going so far? We're half, strong. Yeah, Heather, we're halfway through. What are you thinking? Is it... <laughs> yeah, okay, so we, there's room for improvement is what you're there's saying. There's room for a drinking bunk. We're going to... Uh, well, if you're playing the Bell Bunk and Snort drinking game... Miss Morris has just given you all a drink, so you need to You're be grateful welcome. to her. Diana was on a roll uh, last week. She also yeah. added, awesome yeah. show tonight. I laugh so hard, my sides hurt. Oh. And uh, she loves the messed up platforms. Yes. They were the best. Awesome. <laughs> she loves doing that. And what she's referring to, of course, is that all our shows are archived. So if you don't catch the show at 10 p.m. on the Dark Matter Digital Network <sighs> on a Friday night, you can jump into the archive. Six years worth of shows on SoundCloud mqta.com and don't forget to press the little orange love heart to show us how much you love the show iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Buzzspot, right. Spotify Buzzspot, huh? Buzzspot, Gasbox I don't know what they are like I've been doing this Gas for a year box. now with this <laughs> Gasbox Spotify Spotify iTunes Okay Tune in Tune in yeah. Okay, we'll get them written down on a laminated piece anything. of paper. Anything. Catch it with anything. If you can't find us, you've only got yourself to blame. But if you can leave us a nice review, we would indeed be very, very grateful. Lisa then added, it ties with Michelle falling off her chair. So they were so... Oh, no. <laughs> That's my favourite. So, the so poop, bad. The poop coma episode <laughs> is apparently... We're going to have to do a poll. Do people like the Michelle no, falling off her chair drunk? No. Or the poop coma. Do you know we never... Did we ever cut that and put that on YouTube? No. Don't do it. No, but I think... You do not have my permission to do that. We'll digitize your face. Yeah, you already signed the waiver. You'll be fine. We'll we'll digitize your embarrassed face and we'll we'll be fine. But my chair works now, though. Yes, it's amazing when you're not drinking how much your chair works. I know. Elizabeth, also a good friend and follower of the show, posted, I know what Heather's accent is. Uh-oh. Oh, it's Which Roscoe one? P. Coltrane. <laughs> I loved him. <laughs> okay, I have to tell you, little crush on Roscoe, too, way back in the day. <laughs> For some reason, that. that does not surprise me. <laughs> he was the old police officer, wasn't right? he? Chase yes. the Jim yes. boy. You yep. had a crush on him. I yeah, like Bo. Just Bo. a little bit. Just a little like, bit. Yeah, Bo, like a normal girl. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you Heather. liked Cooter. <laughs> well, that's a universal truth, isn't it? <laughs> Chad likes Enos. Balls <laughs> <laughs> home. Them dead Duke boys are going to get themselves into trouble again. Making their way. The You'll thing I loved, when I first arrived in this country, <laughs> I came over here to visit my cousins in 1980 as a child. I'm in a Super 8. In Los Angeles, it's 1980. There's a television. I'm watching the Dukes of Hazard, and in Britain on the BBC, we don't get adverts or commercial breaks. But over here, you try and force as many in as possible. Right. And I just loved 
the fact that I was watching the Dukes of Hazard, and it was the opening credits. You see the car going through the barn, and they're being mm-hmm. chased, and there's mud and fence, and Daisy Dukes bending over. You can see the opening minute of the Dukes of Hazard making their way the only way they know how. <laughs> what happens at the end of that, if you remember, is it goes yeah, and then there was an ad break. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm then watching an advert for Dino Dog Food or whatever <laughs> happened to be popular at the mm-hmm. time. When it came back, it went ah, oh. and they carried on. <laughs> I've never seen such wonders but she thinks it sounds like that and i think she's probably nailed it sam also a friend and follower of the <gasps> Hi show sam. Oh, hey, sam. hey mqta team great show always make friday nights brighter oh. thanks loveys and also she sends oh. us a really nice gift this week so thank you for thank that you we're very so awesome. much sam very thank grateful you, and uh, we'll be opening up that on next week's show when we have a little bit more time but we appreciate that she listens of course at 10 p.m central time on the dark matter digital network with a hundred thousand listeners in a hundred and ninety countries all over the world finally deposted hey everyone i've been listening to the archives the past few weeks i like to play one after the other while i do other things but after three hours my cat complains loudly. <laughs> I love it, dear. MQTA, not a friend to cats, Aww. apparently. But we're on Facebook. All of the stories, all of the jokes, all of the banter, your messages of support. Our listening party is currently on Facebook. More questions than answers with Adrian Lee. We have a Twitter account with 100,000 followers. That's Adrian underscore Lee underscore tips. I'm an author. I write books. If you're interested in ghosts, if you're interested in ufology, being psychic, hauntings, history... Go on to Amazon. Go on to any good book site. I write Mysterious Minnesota, Mysterious Midwest, How to Be a Christian Psychic, and much, much more. So I'll be grateful for that. Two things I want to mention before we go running into the round. That is Ghosts and Hauntings. I was in Red Wing in Minnesota on the Wisconsin border last week. I just want to thank the Historical Society, the Goodhue County Historical Society, for their hospitality. We had a great turnout. We raised a lot of money. Met a lot of wonderful and fantastic people while I was there. So thank you for everyone who come to support me and come to raise money for the Historical Society. If you get a chance to go to that museum in Red Wing, I would highly recommend that. It used to be an old hospital. It's a huge building. They've got so much there to do with the Native Americans and the Dakota and history and everything else. I would highly recommend that. And this week, I was in Mankato. I did seven psychic readings back to back. Nearly killed me. There's an amazing woman. Her name's Gary Jo. She runs a shop called Body Concepts in Mankato. She's got a salt room, which is amazing. If you've ever been in the salt room, I would recommend that treatment. All kinds of detoxing and therapy. So if you get a chance to have a look at that, that was a great day for me. And she's got some amazing things in there. Go and have a look at her website. That's Body Concepts in Mankato. And you can go and get yourself fit and healthy and all your energies and chakras lined up. She's got therapy pods. She's got foot spa. I, I'm a man. I'm, I'm lacking in detail here to a certain degree. But there seem to be lots of radiant, happy women running around in there. (laughs) After I left, probably. Chad, it falls upon your shoulders to deliver the random, fascinating fact. Sivu play. What have you got for me? What is the original color of carrots? The original carrots. White. Color. See, I would have gone with white as well. I'm thinking, hang on a second. I think the word orange wasn't invented until fairly recently. I think red was a color that included orange certain colors didn't exist in your great granddad's era orange wasn't a color he would have ever recognized it was classed as red so just on the back of that alone i'm saying red oh that's a good answer it's wrong thank you that <laughs> good answer <laughs> what goes around comes around doesn't it 
So the original color of carrots was actually purple on the outside, oh. yellow on the inside. And the very first orange carrots were grown in, in the 16th century in Holland, patriotically bred to match the color of the Dutch Royal oh. House of Orange. By the 17th century, the Dutch were the main European producers of carrots, and all the modern varieties are descended from their four orange ones. So if you're telling me they would have been invented and grown in uh, Russia, they'd have been red, right? <laughs> so what you're telling me is just where we're going? Exactly. Probably nice. with the hammer and sickle in them. Perfect. Everybody's happy. We enter the first round proper that is Ghosts and Hauntings. And remember, we do not do orbs. And I shall give you some points. I'm good to you. (laughs) Owner of a haunted shop checks CCTV after motion sensors go off to make chilling discovery. The bone-chilling CCTV was captured at the guitar amp and keyboard shop in one of Britain's most haunted cities. In one of the clips filmed in the early morning hours, two guitars can be seen wobbling on the shelves, seemingly without... Any outside interference, it's Jimi Hendrix and Les Paul. Or it's Monk. Oh! Or or, if you're playing the Bell Bunk and Snort drinking game, you can have your third shot of the evening. Or Earthquake from the WWF. Wow. That's also possible. Guitars are very heavy. I've got a Les Paul guitar. It's made of rosewood. It weighs a ton. You do a concert with that, you've got a backache for a week. (laughs) Maybe not when I was 20, but now that's uh, (laughs) where we are. Half an hour later, a price tag can be seen being ripped off a fender and thrown to the ground by an unknown force. Because Mark. it was offensive. Mark. <laughs> Mark. There is a story in here. Mark Batch, who works at the shop, said the cameras were triggered by the movement. Our motion sensors went off in the shop, encouraging us to check CCTV footage. He said, staff think it's odd and a bit creepy, but it hasn't affected anyone coming in. Wouldn't it be great if they now got like David Bowie, Freddie Mercury, John Bonham, Prince... They're planning to do a charity concert, by the way. They're going to release a single shortly. Yep, right. Feed the worms. No. Oh, that, wow. That spit no. the room in half, didn't it? I thought no. that was worth... No? Oh, if, if by half you mean like three to one. For you. <laughs> That's just plain rude. Some say it could be the guitars readjusting themselves after they were hanged incorrectly. But there is no wind. And there's no draft anywhere nearby or ventilation. Those were the other suggestions. Uh-huh. It isn't the first time mystery happenings have been caught on camera in the store. Back in May, a customer's film seemingly being approached by a phantom. There is the occasional thing that happens, stuff falling over, but nothing concrete, said Mark. By the way, this is an environment that's jam-packed with electrical magnetic fields. You're almost juicing up an environment. When you have amps. Ghost or spirits. Nice. Right? Yeah, that's where the word amp comes yeah. from, yeah. You what? can jump in and uh, actually corroborate my stories if you I wish and validate perfect. them. What there state is, uh, was this? Don't get points for agreeing with me. <laughs> what state was this again? This is back in Britain. <laughs> oh. There is, however, oh. another video oh. showing a spooky white figure moving through the store. It's John Lennon. This oh. was filmed a month or so before. We'll be keeping our eyes peeled for any creepy goings on, apparently. There we go. It's Old Man Withers from the Illusion Arcade. <laughs> Haunted guitar or a bridge. Too far. Uh, oh, yeah. 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 That was the worst yes. salesman crap I've ever seen. I love this show. Look at you moving the table. You're messing oh, up table everything. tipping. You're just too good to be true. Good God. Can't take my eyes off of oh, you. Oh, God. You feel like heaven to touch. Like Heather to touch. Wow. I want to vomit so much. Oh. I shall give myself you four suck. remarkable fantastic 
Oh, oh yeah. Should that, I be entertaining that, now? that was amazing. Miss Morris, what have you got for me in the I'm round? I'm going to be entertaining now. Ghosts and hauntings. <gasps> Excellent. Well, Michigan congressional candidate Kevin Seaman, no jokes, has made some rather peculiar claims about his past. Seaman, who unsuccessfully ran against Tim Kelly for the 94th district seat of the Michigan House of Representatives back in 2016, has now announced his candidacy for the 2020 election. While there may not seem to be anything unusual about that, Seaman has since released a statement containing some very unusual claims about his time working for the U.S. government. Mm-hmm. Mm. The Seaman released, yeah? Yes. Oh, my. In the last election. Oh, damn Duke, boys. Oh, yep, the Michigan. Michigan I wasn't accent. allowed to use my military title as I oh am senior commander, commando. Books just happen to other legion, people, don't they? Legionnaire Kevin Christopher Seaman of the United States military in Saginaw, Michigan. Wow. He says. I am also Federal Agent White Knight 196. (laughs) What? James Bond is, you know, 007. That is true. I am 196. I'm after him. Yes. By some... By 159. More than that. (laughs) No, it's not. It's not. 159 plus 7 is what? I'm 196, and he's 007. Oh, 96. Yeah. You want to pronounce your worms properly. (laughs) Why don't you pronounce your worms? You're a terrible interviewer, Lee. (laughs) I am a real-life government psychic. Mm -hmm. I know stuff. (laughs) I can tell it in my tempos. It's in my water. Yes. When quizzed further, he stated that he was... Trying to come out in the open about mm-hmm. what I do when I say, mm, something's coming to me. Something's You're going to be lucky coming. with money. Look out for a tall, dark stranger I'm in the number eight. I'm going to win the election. <laughs> Something like that. Wow. He's had more elections than a Chinaman on his honeymoon. How these? <laughs> so he is a government psychic. And how these claims will impact his chances yep, yep. of winning the vote, however remains severely unclear. Didn't see it coming. No, I obviously didn't see that (laughs) lumbering over the hill. You want points for that, do you? Did you see that joke I sent you? Which one? You sent me loads of jokes. About the psychic. A gentleman went to the psychic. Okay. And he knocked on the door. Uh Uh-huh. And the psychic said, Who's there? Uh-huh. And so uh-huh. he turned around and left. Uh-huh. <laughs> 30 seconds of my life, I'll never get back. Uh-huh. And you sit there criticizing my jokes. Wow. What? Unbelievable. I- Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round that is Ghosts and Hauntings? Ruben Dario Yaramio Montoya. What? Yeah, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Unbelievable. You killed my father. No. Prepare to die. <laughs> wants to use his position as Bishop of Buenaventura in Colombia to purge the streets of evil. Montoya told local radio station Blue Radio, we want to go around the whole of Buenaventura from the air and pour holy water onto it to see if we can exercise and get out 
all those demons that are destroying our port, so that God's blessing comes and gets rid of all the wickedness that is in our streets. He's going to need a lot of holy water. Did you say Naples? No. Where is that taking place? Naples. Colombia. Colombia. You don't wow. put it in a coffee. That seems like a solid A-B experiment to me. If he does it and it doesn't work, well, then, you know, holy water is not the solution to getting rid of drugs in Colombia. I would think that with the helicopter rotor blades going around, if you're sprinkling holy water, it's disappeared before it even reaches the ground at that point, doesn't it? Oh, it rains, it rains big, down as small drops. Big bomb of it. Yes, we need. <laughs> I'll tell you go. what's required there right now. Go. Do you know when you have forest fires in California, mm-hmm. there's a huge mm-hmm. bucket? That's right. Do you know that story where there's a forest fire in California and it's smoking and everything's black and charred and they're going through the remains? And in the middle of all of that, there's a guy mm-hmm. wearing a wetsuit and he's got a snorkel <laughs> in his mouth. Yeah. Because they picked that up out at sea. <laughs> yeah, they do. That's right, and dumped it. And he's minding his own business, looking for calamari yeah. and collecting <laughs> shells. And a big bucket comes down from the sky, picks him up, and dumps him on a forest fire. Yeah. Rough trots. Oh, Miss Morris, it looked like you were itching to come in with something that was funny, no, inventive. You, you guys were talking about the whole helicopter mist, rain coming down, and I've had a bad night, and all I could think of is, it's raining men. Hallelujah. It's raining men. Holy men. Hallelujah. It's Tall, raining men. small, Mongolese. Uh, yeah. Mongolese? Where are we going to get a Mongolese man from this time of night? From Colombia. Yeah. A Mongolese man comes from Mongolia, doesn't he? Surely he at that surely point. surely does. Yeah, okay, we can do that. Oh, yes. Local media report the National Army support the bishop's plan and had offered him the use of a helicopter to carry it out. They are reportedly working with the priest to work out where they will pour the holy water. Buenaventura should have the devil taken away so that we can see if we can get back to the tranquility the city has lost with all this crime, wickedness, and the drug trafficking. <laughs> I'm thinking everybody should carry a spritz bottle of holy water <laughs> right, around. Right. This is great. I need that for going around the Mall of America. True. Oh. It's true. I'm it not is. making that up. <laughs> it is said that the exorcism will take place between July 13th and 14th during a local festival. Between January and May this year, 51 homicides were reported in the city, and that's 20 more than the same period last year. Buenaventura is one of the municipalities which was worst hit by the armed conflict in Colombia. Well, wow. should be down to zero by the end of this, huh? Yeah. There we go. That brings to a conclusion the round. That is Ghosts and Hauntings as we now run into our round. That is UFOs and Cryptozoology. Have you got a quick story for me there, Miss Morris? What have you found for me? <laughs> Duh. Green men and hairy beasties. Oh. oh, it's perfect for this. One North Carolina resident maintains that she has been visited by the elusive creature yes. on numerous occasions. Mm-hmm. Numerous mm-hmm. meaning many. Yeah, that's oh, how yeah. that would be described, yeah, yeah. surely. That's that's how I define it. Vicki Cook, who lives in Shelby, claims that her backyard has become something of a magnet for the legendary cryptid. And that she has been visited oh, yeah. several times by multiple, multiple individuals. Is your backyard, backyard. Is your backyard been a magnet for hairy beasties, Miss uh, Corey? <laughs> Lately it has. <laughs> now, she oh, even I've has... that about you. <laughs> she even has evidence of her unorthodox visitors in the form of plaster cast of footprints, if that gives you a hint, of various sizes 
as well as some low resolution images, of course, taken using a trail camera on the property. Oh, here we go. Mm. You mm. just go out now looking that's, for that's cryptozoology. <laughs> Oh, there's the Bigfoot call oh, I'm right take there. the battery out of that window. <laughs> when you've all left the studio tonight, I'm taking the battery out of that. Sometimes oh. I think this, Damn, this whole boys. thing can't be real. Wow. She said while describing one such encounter. Lovely. It went in front of my camera. I screamed, I don't <sighs> know what it was. Mary, Jesus, and Joseph. What that? thing is tall. It's huge. It's big. It's a Norwegian Standing sausage. in front of I me. I can't lot. see its eyeballs. You can't see its what? Eyeballs. Eyeballs. That's a long way off the ground at that point. <laughs> Curiously, Cook also maintains that Bigfoot has something of a sweet tooth. Mostly <laughs> like candy and cookies. They love that peanut brittle. You make my peanut brittle. <laughs> <laughs> they really love chocolate. <laughs> Sorry. You're right. Hershey's. Specifically oh with the cases. You wouldn't think they could get into those, could you, with their big fingers? And peanut butter sandwiches. They like the extra chunky <laughs> with the toasted bread. They she goes all out. Very specific diet requirements, <laughs> aren't they? Yeah. And yeah. cut diagonally instead of... <laughs> with the crust off. <laughs> I'd have thought that Bigfoot would have been diabetic. <laughs> My diet. Yeah. Hang on, that's from Michelle. But but specifically, they don't like apples. No. Yeah, they don't like bananas. No. Because they're no Michelle, bulky. Michelle, what's your shoe size? <laughs> this is the dawning of the age of your hairy ass. So if you're looking to get a big feet, please make him a sandwich. <laughs> What's the will to live? <laughs> Why am I here? We now enter the round that we call Not For Your Mother. It's the part of the show that we cannot read out on air for fear of getting removed or getting a hefty final. We did fly quite close to that the last couple of weeks in various places, didn't we? You flew. We are pushing yes. the envelope, as they say. We take mm. some risks. I'm happy to use some cliches, but from now on in, no more cliches. That's all water under the bridge. <laughs> this is the round where we search it is. the world's newspapers, websites, mm. looking for filth, looking for stories that have an adult nature. So you have been warned. And by the way, thank you for coming to find us. If you have found us on SoundCloud, press the little orange love heart. Show us how much you appreciate what we do. If you're a Patreon supporter, we appreciate you supporting the yeah. show. All of the money you thank give you. us goes to studio costs. We really don't yeah. make money from this we've got the cost of the studio every platform that i read out badly over the course of the shows uh, has to be paid for those things aren't free you actually have to pay to be on those platforms on a regular basis and then we offer them as free shows so sure. we, we support the patreons mean that everybody has access to the mirth the madness the paranormal so Absolutely. we appreciate yeah. what you do but if you're listening now why not cut and paste that you're listening to the only 
paranormal news quiz show anywhere in the world and you can paste that onto your social media sites. Mm. This would make me very happy. Hey. You have been warned. Mutant super fleas with huge porn star penises invade huh? British homes. Porn star about penises? Right. I don't often get a chance to read headlines like that, so I'm going to give that a second go. Is Mutant one... super fleas with huge porn star yeah. penises invading British homes. Ron Jeremy. Yes, but the, the flea world. He's got a little moustache. Not the hedgehog world. <laughs> Oddly enough, there are hedgehog fleas. See how all this comes around? Oh. Yeah. It is 100% true. I scored 1,020 out on a dartboard once by throwing a hedgehog. Billions. No, 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 no. I thought that was funny. I'm happy. No. I'm happy to, to remove myself from that joke. <laughs> But what you now need to do is replace it with your own hedgehog theme joke. My own hedgehog theme joke. Mm. Right. So you criticize me. You make fun of me. Feel free to jump yeah, in and give but me you hedgehog it a day hedgehog. ahead of time. I didn't know what was happening. I have thirty seconds, and I have nothing. I have to tell you that when I prepped this story yeah. this afternoon, and when I read out. The headline, which was, again for the third time, mutant <laughs> super fleas with huge porn star penises to invade Britain. I thought at that very moment it would be remiss of me if I didn't go online and find some hedgehog related jokes. <laughs> I've been a fool. Where, where are they invading from? They're invading from dogs and cats that come into your home. They're, they're just multiplying because the weather is ideal for flea sex Sexy. flea sex billions of fleas are set to make their way into British homes after thriving on hot and humid weather yeah. temperatures are soared to a muggy 20 degrees it's that hot what in is Britain that? we've almost That's nudged warm. 70 Was it's that, that hot normal people wait 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 70 it's about 75 <sighs> it's 20 sweltering. degrees 20 degrees <laughs> But 70 Celsius would be pretty ridiculous. Oh, 70 Celsius. No, I, just, I'm, I'm, I did the conversion for you. I said uh, it's 20 degrees uh, Celsius. Uh, That's uh. 70, 75 is where we went. But that would be ridiculous. I mean, in Britain, if it's nudging up to 70, 75, there's a national emergency. Yeah, Tarmac oh, is God. melting. Old people are dying. Yep. You know, right. they're flying in people food. People are wandering around. Yeah. <laughs> in the If they the can world. wander. Yeah, clothes <laughs> melting the, off, that kind of thing. Underwear. Things are so hot, I've had to take my shirt off. <laughs> Gingers are combusting. <laughs> those, so, not the end of the world. <laughs> oh, those darn gingers. rings. rings. <laughs> Laying the ground for a banging breeding season. It's like school mm. break for fleas. Great. Super fleas have penises two and a half times longer than their body. It's the biggest appendage on the planet relative to their size. What band had a member named Flea? That's the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yes. There you go. Okay. He's their bass player. What? Got a Red Hot Chili Peppers joke? Mm. Yeah, you yeah. researched that one, didn't you? Nope, they're all under the bridge. <laughs> ah. Well, uh, hello, ladies. The Randy Parasites are just beginning their breeding season, with male fleas dipping from female to female. To make matters worse, the eager fleas... Give birth at an uh, alarming rate, meaning they can spread very quickly. A female can lay up to 50 eggs a day. No. They should breed one with a chicken. Wouldn't you have 50 eggs a day? You could have a flicking. So I'd share that no, with you. There you go, a flick. In fact, if there was more flicking, there'd be less fleas. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I'll agree with that. Bong. Wait a second. Bong. <laughs> a spokesman for pest control said the activities and behaviour of the fleas is very much dependent on the climate, just like humans, really. As they thrive in a warm and humid environment, they're likely to be present in greater numbers than usual during the next few weeks. The population of fleas seems to have grown rapidly in recent years, but the risk of an infestation could be bigger than ever this summer. Fleas usually make their way into homes on fur coats of dogs and cats, setting up homes on sofas, bedding, carpets and rugs, or teenagers as we call them over here. The critters are likely to target areas on your body that are low down, so a Bigfoot's balls are certainly uh, away from them. They won't get affected. Oh, good. I'm safe. Yeah, I was worried about that. With the first sign of an invasion usually being small red itchy spots around the ankles or legs. It's only a flea. Oh, wow, look at his willy. You decide, go to our Facebook site, more questions and answers with Adrian Lee. Miss Morris, what have you got for me first in the round that we call Not For Your Mother? Well, I didn't read this story before the show. Which is always good preparation. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I thought I'd give it to you fresh off the the printer. It's still wet. It's still hot. And it's wet. Lovely. And I want to scoop everyone. Yes. <laughs> Scooping. You are going to read this story out for the whole wide world before scoop. anyone else gets a chance when it's archived seven weeks later. And I'm going to say it's a not a not for your mother, but we're scooping. Okay, I'm happy to scoop. I'm happy All to be right. the first to present this to the world. A Pakistani minister was left red-faced after a cat filter was accidentally enabled on his Facebook live stream. Oh, God. Yeah, I saw that. A what filter? When he put on the Facebook live stream video. Okay. So he's done that. He's he's streamed himself on Facebook. Kind of like... By accident. No, not by accident. They were live streaming him. Okay, so, I've, like got a press right, conference. I've got it. Okay, gotcha. He used Snapchat to do it. Perfect. And so someone clipped the cat filter. So when oh. he was speaking, he had cat ears. Nice. And, and whiskers. Seriously, on a newscast. Brilliant. That's fantastic. <laughs> I want to see Theresa May. We want to see Donald Trump. With cat ears and whiskers. <laughs> yep. So, journalist... <sighs> Here we go. Ready? Shao Cat. Mm-hmm. Fitting. Shao Cat. You saw Varzurlail. Okay. Something like that. Do you want a Tarkadal with that and an arm bread? You good? Jess. Oh. Who had previously served as regional health minister as well as an advisor to Pakistan's prime minister... Imran Khan yes, he used was, to be a cricketer. was giving a briefing to reporters about a serious political matter when he, the incident actually happened where he turned into a cat. Meow. Where's Catman do? Is that in the uh, area? That's up uh, in Nepal. Nepal. You know, a million miles away. I'm sure Nepal's top right of Pakistan up there, isn't it? Yeah. Somehow one of his team members had managed to inadvertently, yeah, quote, inadvertently, enable the cat filter on live stream, meaning that the broadcast showed Yusuf Azli the little 
With a pair of (laughs) yes, I'm yodeling. With a pair of cartoon pointy ears superimposed on his head, along with a set of whiskers and a pointy nose, he looked cute. Things went really bad when he started licking himself. Things went really bad when they opened a can of tuna. Oh. Oh, Things went really bad when he coughed up a furball. Things went really bad when no one emptied the litter box. Oh! When he caught a mouse. Things went really bad when he climbed up the drapes and tore them. Oh! There's a cat fight in the middle of Parliament right there. And relax. That's right. The humorous blunder ended up going viral and left social media sites awash with feline puns. Kind of like what we did. I think we've exhausted most of them. I dare you to find another. You safaris a little... Later comment. <laughs> How do you spell that? That's my favorite little, little, How it yeah. sounds. Yes. He said his name to a policeman and got arrested. I almost think that was Superman's dad. I think you're right. What, Marlon Brando? Marlon Brando. I kind of thinking that you've got a kind of <laughs> pucker lips now. Mm. <laughs> What's wrong with you? A lot. <laughs> You're enabling me. You're laughing. <laughs> well, you tomorrow later. <laughs> His big chance of fame. Uh, Is that with two L's? <laughs> or ten? Yeah. That's a Welsh town. Let's not get yeah. carried away. Later commented on the incident by noting that two officials sitting next to him had also been altered by the cat filter, so it was cat scratch fever all around. Oh! oh. Yeah, I know I it. Yeah. Wow. Or I was playing like cats in the theater. Yes. What yeah, is that song? Memories. Memories. Oh. All alone in the moonlight. Wow. In June, all the solstice. Are, are you giving her negative points right I, now? I'm, I'm making a note is what's <laughs> happened. Whether she's been good or bad. Yeah. Santa. You're not Santa. Touch me. Inappropriately. Please. <laughs> She was sexually assaulted twice in the corridor. <laughs> so easy to leave me. All alone in the moonlight. Phone filter cat. Oh, I don't believe that. Oh, it happened. Go to our Facebook site. More questions and Too answers much. with Adrian Lee. Michelle Corrie, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Not For Your Mother? Oh, tonight, kids, we're going to learn about the 450-pound foreskin Why? show. Oh. A 450 pound. That's not weight, though, is it? No. That's cost. It's about, what, 800 <laughs> oh. I, I was going to say, I can give you one of those. No, thank you. Oh. Wow. Yes, your mother's got it in a scrapbook. No. Oh. Is that a brie? Yes, a large cheese, madam. <laughs> is that, no, what is it? A free? A brie? What's it called? Briss. Briss. Oh, oh same okay. thing. Okay. So you've confused <laughs> the French pronunciation. <laughs> the Briss. The Briss. Which is a foreskin <laughs> with a French runny cheese. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? 
<laughs> you need to be thinking more oh, carefully. God. I love this show. I'm on fire. Oh, God. Is it a brie? <laughs> I can't look at cheese in the eye. Not anymore. No, you've ruined that. <laughs> Is that a brie? That's sort the, of. Someone with, <laughs> so one's got a white skin around it, and the oh. other one's a brie. It's Morris's turn. (laughs) You're right over there. No. She said it was a gallon of alcohol. So this isn't a story about runny French cheese is where we've established right now. Yes. Okay, perfect. I double cleanse both in the morning and the evening. Have barely watched an episode of Love Island without being ensconced in a sheet mask, much to the horror of my I'm roommate. Glad you said sheet mask. <laughs> that's that's kind of what I heard there. Yeah, <laughs> could be a skin. We should do a horse shark test. <laughs> that's terrible. Much to the horror of my housemate when she walks in the room. And I know my hydraulic acid from my hood of beauty. But my well-hydrated jaw dropped when Sandra Bullock recently revealed the secret to her clear, youthful complexion. And the lady's getting on in years, isn't she? She's not in the spring of youth, is no, she? No, she's not. Know. Hold on. I'm going to go back a lot of our years. Yes. Oh, dear. Didn't, um, what's her name? Oprah do that. Oprah Winfrey, Yes. Thing. Way back, I mean, we reported yes. on it like eight years it's ago. It's something wow. like a, it's like the foreskin of young Korean boys or That's something. That's right. Bizarre. It is. It is. It is. Okay. Mm. Wow. I've yeah, got an see, autistic memory. Eight years I... ago, we scooped that too. Well, now apparently it's made its way it's onto working. the face of Sandra Bullock. Yes. <laughs> Great. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't very fast, was it? This is, <laughs> this is the cream of some young. Yes. <laughs> you were going to say cream of some young guy, uh, weren't you? You knew it. You nice know one, Chad. I've warned you about trying. Yeah, we've warned you about trying to be funny. <laughs> yeah. Or Korean pronunciation. Yeah. You're gonna get Gangnam. the shocker. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Well, that turned quickly, didn't it? Yeah. No, it wasn't a 200-pound cream or even the painful-sounding vampire facial, beloved of Kim Kardashian and Victoria Beckham. No idea what that is, but what would the vampire? That's the bloody one. Oh, it's blood. Yeah, where they put the blood of themselves virgins. or people. Or... <laughs> the blood of virgins. Placenta. Yes, I'll have a placenta sandwich, please. Mm. What is it with people wanting to cook and eat things? <laughs> I've expressed my breast milk and I've made you a nice rice pudding. Great. Never. Give me 20 minutes, I'll make you a spunk sandwich. Unbelievable. What makes you think you'd That's want that? That's not funny. Why does it take so long? <laughs> two rounds. <laughs> it was a double cheeseburger. Going to Subway and ask for that. Extra mayo. Do you want that toasted? I have a feeling I could get it at our Subway. Yes, I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> Wouldn't really have to ask yeah. either. Yeah, you're, right. you're, you're, you're getting that round the back by the dumpster. Here's a foot long. There you go. Oh, I'm sorry, Tammy. Did they kill the hookers? <laughs> oh, we have hookers not, in town? Not our Subway. We actually do have hookers in town. Do we really? Yeah. Oh, we have God. a what? She said we have hookers in town. Do we? 
See, I and don't you know. used to be scared to live here, Adrian. Uh, I don't want to be Lord. discussing hookers in town. We'll get pulled off the air. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I caught it. I don't know who nice, else. Nice. <laughs> I get it now. <laughs> Sad when I get it before oh, you, Chad. Oh, that was nice. <laughs> nice. Happy days. The Bird Box actress, 54, revealed on the Ellen DeGeneres show that she's a fan of penis facials. Oh, Me so too. One of those right oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be yeah. fair, Chad's skin's never looked better, has he? He's got a youthful glow. <laughs> yes. Crying. Politely pull your mind out of the gutter because we're not talking <laughs> about that. Oh, well, we went there, though, didn't we? We did go there. <laughs> she said politely pull. I was yeah, gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm staying in Out. that gutter. I can't help thinking this is leaving a nasty taste in my mouth. So. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> it may be more accurate to say that it's actually called a foreskin facial, which, to be yeah, honest, on her too. doesn't make oh, it sorry. sound much <laughs> less weird. Right. <laughs> well, it's meant to fight aging, even out pigmentation, Reduce scarring, brighten up dull skin, and soothe acne. It's meant to help aging, but where on the man's the most wrinkly area? Do you see what I'm suggesting here? Is right. your foreskin wrinkly? What? <laughs> I, I don't mind to pull the age out of the women. Every wrinkle's an inch. <laughs> it's great for them. It's great for them. Like Dorian Gray. Mm-hmm. Exactly yeah. how it works. When and he started, she had welcome. a hip replacement, and now she's a wide oh receiver for God. the Vikings. <laughs> And it looks like an onion ring. I don't want to put that on my face or calamari. 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 <laughs> okay. This and took there, a turn, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there must be something to it because Kate Beckinsale, who deemed it amazing, and Kate Blanchett smells a bit like sperm. I don't want to smell like spunk, but I have to tell you that I think Kate Beckinsale is fucking gorgeous. I don't well, remember eating anchovies. Yeah. You know who Kate Beckinsale's dad is, right? Oh, no, you told it's me. It's the guy I can't from remember. Porridge that died when he was like 28 that's or right. something. That's oh, right. Oh, yeah, that's right. He, She is beautiful, yeah, that's his though. Daughter. She's stunning. Beautiful. She was only a year old or so when oh. he died. He died incredibly young, and he was a comedic actor in a very famous sitcom called Porridge that was set in a prison. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I have to say I'd convert for her. Well, we heard it here first, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. <laughs> well, Kate and Kate are big fans of the foreskin facial. Let's be honest, I wouldn't say no to their non-existent pores. They've been making regular trips to the New York City-based facialist George Louise Atelier. Oh, oh how do I get that job title? <laughs> mm. <laughs> well, you know, I would love... Our listeners have been through our archives a million, probably 48 times. Yeah. I don't even listen to me that much. <laughs> we have to. I do. Oh, boy. <laughs> I saw three gnomes in my garden, but now I only have two. Oh, that's a gnome missing, isn't it? I see what you've Or in there. American, I only see one. Oh, one. <laughs> I'm saying, minding my own business. Adding up the points, <laughs> nothing but abuse, violence, anger, <sighs> gnome issues, sausage, mm-hmm. gnome <laughs> issues. <laughs> I get 
get the feeling she was abused by a nun when she was little. No. But what I was going to say, if you go back through our archives, all you heathens, <laughs> and you happen to hear the story about Oprah Winfrey and the foreskin, please let us know what episode that's on. That'd be great. Uh, yes, by the way, it's go... not heathens. It's MQTs. MQTs. <laughs> MQTs? Quinians, I thought Quinians. we'd I like yeah. MQTs. I don't like either of those. Ooh. Well, we can find a better collective now at some point in the future. I'm just fully aware that the bar's going to close shortly. <laughs> in the name of good skin, I have a tough job. I visited young LDN to see what all the fuss was about. As Roxanne, the beautician, reassured me the magical formula that is delivered to their salon in scientific-looking vials are no longer directly derived from the cells of a baby's foreskin from South Korea. Yeah? Only because that's where the creators happen to be based. In fact, it is technically known as epidermal growth factor. Epidermal growth factor. Do you still have one attached? I'm not discussing that on the radio. (laughs) What's wrong with you? That's gross-um. I will only say... What is it? EGF? Do you have any EGF? I... Have everything that God gave me. What, what God started me. I can me. give you that was Heather. Oh, oh. you don't hear Heather whipping one of those out very often. <laughs> what God gave me, what I started with, <laughs> I'm finishing with. I'm sorry. Right. I can see men going into a bar saying, semen. "I can give you younger skin." <laughs> she did say semen. <laughs> I'll give you a stretching. <laughs> According to their website, it uses progenerator cells of the human fibroblast taken from baby's foreskins. Lovely. Yeah, and these growth factors are then reproduced and mimicked in the lab and put into a serum to boost collagen production and elastin development. Yep, mm. me neither, but it sounds positive. Fantastic. Gross. There we go. Who knew such wonders? Yucky foreskin mask, or it's just a milky blast? Mm. What? Go to our Facebook site, more Mm. questions and answers with Adrian Lee. An amateur boxer whose girlfriend allegedly squeezed his genitals so hard that they bled, insisted that he still loves her. Pain is so close to pleasure. Wow. Yeah. That one was worth watching on the video. (laughs) Yes. Michelle's mime has got to be worth a dollar, isn't it? Of anyone's money, you would suspect. We do I don't, have... It's disgusting. Yeah, we have pickled nuts on the table. It's great. Katie Lee Pitchford, 21, is accused of trying to rip off partner Tyler Sweeney's testicles during a drunken 30-minute rampage. But Tyler, 27, insists he still wants to stay with her despite fears that he may be left infertile. It's good that these people are removing themselves from the gene pool, isn't it? I like it. <laughs> Speaking, you can pull your pants up and stop that, chat. <laughs> Speaking of his partner of three years, he said, I love and care about her. Tyler accuses Pitchford of drunkenly lashing out after he challenged her over text she sent to an old friend saying she wanted to date him. So that was nice. Oh, but, that's terrible. Yeah. And he was the one that was attacked, I might add. Hairdresser Pitchford is said to have beat Tyler over the head and grabbed his penis and testicles. Wait a second, one of them's... One of them's... Batting for the other team. Nope, one's a girl and one's a boy. No! Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. True enough. For real? Yes. 
it's a woman who a 21 year old woman called katie who grabbed the twig and berries yes but who's the guy that's the hairdresser that's her. She's a hairdresser. The girl is a hairdresser. The girl's two? a hairdresser. He's a boxer. He's a boxer. There's no two hairdressers. Oh, He's I a thought boxer. she was the boxer. <laughs> Did you hear the story about the hairdresser and the boxer? She tried to pull his ding dong off. Ding ding seconds out round one. I thought she was just nuts. He's Go not on. very good though. Apparently he's been licked in the ring a few times. Oh God, I'm lost. She pulled them for as hard as she could. The old onions, the twig and berries, the carrot and potatoes. <laughs> the beef stew. <laughs> the lamb shank. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. It makes its own sauce. For at least five seconds. I would have thought you could have tapped out. I'm just saying. She must be really good if she's just a hairdresser and she's squeezing them for their grapefruit juice. Five seconds. Tyler claims... He was left with a four-inch gash in his scrotum, so he can actually probably give that to Sandra Bullock at some point, following the alleged brutal attack at their home in Florida. Florida! Florida! Good times. Describing the ordeal, Tyler added, I have never felt a worse pain. It was squeeze, pull, and rip. I love making croissants, by the way. It's been feeling like it's badly bruised. So far, I've been too embarrassed to go to the doctor, despite a four-inch gash in his scrotum. He's not gone. <laughs> a gashy <laughs> but, scrotum. But you're talking mm. to the news reporter. Apparently. But it's not been healing right, so I finally got myself an appointment to figure it out. I'm worried at this point I'll never have children. My testicles have been through a lot. Most of the girls <laughs> really? in Florida, suspectedly. <laughs> but he never wanted to report previous bouts of alleged domestic violence because he didn't want Pitchford to go to jail she sounds like a keeper doesn't she yeah i did see pictures of her she's not ugly no well she you know she needs to have something going with her because so far she's a maniacally violent hairdresser from florida so this woman has to look like a picture right aren't they all i jump on that (laughs) wow there are a couple of fools or i was grabbed by the headlines so you decide (laughs) go to our facebook site where you can see the floridian maniacal violent ball grabbing hairdresser from florida for yourself in glorious technicolor miss morris you have the honor yay the rare honor of Thank leading you. us out of tonight's shenanigans with the Thank final you. story in the round for not for your mother. i feel honored you should be <gasps> these honors aren't bestowed upon everyone you ready when was the last time you read out a story last on the round of not for your mother uh, that's a good point uh, right. i'm gonna say almost never so you know you can understand how this is an honor that was betrothed what are you drinking? You've you've emptied that. I don't know. That. I'm empty. There's a gallon. Of, that's a gallon. <laughs> you've just drunk a gallon of rum, haven't you? Everybody, cover your nuts. <laughs> Can we cover each other's? <laughs> Do what you will. <laughs> it's every man for himself. Well, first, get the bucket. Oh, here we go. Damn it. You're no. welcome. Michelle's got a hair trigger gag reflex. Here you go, Michelle. Here we go. Come on in. Let's have you. All right. Go for it. Our poop transplant, a a magic bullet. A magic bullet. (laughs) You're looking a little unwell. Let me give you the magic poop bullet. (laughs) The key to living longer could be in your poop. There. Let's go through the motions. Your fecal matter, your number twos, your deuce. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Your Jacksons. The old Tom tit. What? That's Who right. Who called it that? Uh, everybody. 
<laughs> Bill right. Cosby, I think, does it. Uh, yeah, he calls it the Jacksons. <laughs> yeah, because it takes five of them a day. Oh, oh my! <laughs> Controversial. <laughs> and if uh, Bill Cosby's lawyers are wondering, that's Chad. That's Chad. <laughs> <laughs> He's got money. He's a psychologist. <laughs> oh, he lives no. in Wyndham in oh. Southwest Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. Zip code five six one zero one. We work at the post office. We'll make sure he gets it. <laughs> Is that like to Santa? That's a Santa. That's a Chad Peters. He'll get there. Oh. I bet in a small town you can deliver letters you to can. someone that's just to Dave. You can. Right. I come from London. There's 12 million people living in London. It's the biggest capital city in Europe. I'm walking down the street. A guy with an Irish action. Action. All right, Sean Connery. Probably Scottish. Pulls up in a van and says, I've got to deliver this wood for a guy called John. Do you know who he is? I'm thinking we're not living in Ireland. I have no clue. I've done where that's going. No, you don't. Yeah, it works for us. Yeah. Gut health is one of the most fascinating new trends in health and awareness. From easing digestion to reducing inflammation. All of it seems to be possible through a healthy habitat of bacteria in your yes. intestines. Mm -hmm. When I had E. coli for six weeks and I lost 40 pounds and got poisoned, I lost all the bacteria in my gut. That was the problem I had. I had to go and yeah. take biotics. Um, yeah. What do they call Probiotics. Probiotics. There you go. Consuming decades of pizzas and cheeseburgers while you and your stomach <laughs> age results in those microbes losing a step and subsequently compacted fecal matter your dependency on them become even more significant so give me <laughs> some nutrients you pizza yes there's tomatoes on pizza you can get the or odd something. olive Bit give of sausage those. seems to be the theme of the night. Give me or those probiotics. If you're doing it right. Yeah. That's controversial for you. Oh, <laughs> just to make it clear for those who are unaware, poop transplants. <laughs> That's a thing now. From a dead person. Fecal oh, transplantation, no. Michelle. I'll tell you what. Let's go bum to bum. I'll feed you. <laughs> or this is going to be very filling, and I had a curry. That's a bit human centipede, isn't <laughs> it's it? It's going down that path. <laughs> you need to be nourished. Come here. We'll go, we'll go brown eye to brown eye. I want to be the head of that freaking centipede. I don't want to be the end or the middle. Michelle's my brown eyed gal. La, 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 la. Do you remember when? Oh, it's disgusting. Human centipede. We should all watch no, it one night never together. Never watch it. Never. I saw never it once. Oh. <laughs> I saw it 10 years ago, and I still can't stop thinking about oh, it. If you've never seen it, I've do not. not watch it. It's stuff you. It's like watching the Holocaust. Do you know when you see those diggers piling oh. up bodies at Auschwitz? There's certain things in life you cannot unsee. Seeing JFK's brain spread in the back of the car... Do not watch Human Centipede. You cannot watch that. Has it scarred oh you God. for yes. life? And now everybody's going to watch no, don't, it. Yes. I, we'll have me. a watch party. Trust me. And do we'll not, cry. You're not missing anything. Trust me. Do not watch that. it. Oh. Well. We since are. we're talking about the fecal transplantation poop shoot. Wow. Is that like a hair transplant? Because I walk it's, around with a turd on my head. Almost exactly the same yeah, it's thing. Part, yeah. part it in the middle. It's actually called bacterial... 
therapy. So you need someone else's poop in your guts. It's actually the transfer of stool from healthy donors like myself. You can have it. <laughs> you say that. <laughs> we have to go in, in the studio. We have to follow you in with a canary. Yeah. You're just nice. particularly good. You can sell What are you talking about, clay. freaking Lee? Wow. You I'm... go in there with a poop knife. Poop knife. Oh, that's one of our favorite <laughs> stories as well. So how do you get the poop out? I, it doesn't it? actually I don't, I don't tell think you that, that. Complicated. It actually says. <laughs> <laughs> this is like Michelle's worst life experience. Sir. Well, she's gone very quiet. You're in a safe place. You're on the beach right now in Hawaii, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. in her safe place. I know what's coming. <laughs> well, anyhow, the transfer of stool from a healthy donor to a gastrointestinal tract for the purpose of treating. Recurrent C. difficile colitis, as numerous good bacteria in the digestive tract perish due to the consumption of antibiotics. Poop transplants can help restore bacteria and balance, so you could have got healthier. Would you rather not spend the rest of your life having an uneven balance, or do you want a load of someone else's poo inside you? Do you know how they get it in you, right? Uh, With some sort of... uh, a blowing it's, device so and a hose pipe. I'm healthy. <laughs> it's a horse tablet. I'm healthy. <laughs> Hang on, I was breathing the wrong way. It's in me lung. It's, it's the my, same way they shoot darts. There you go. Myself and Bend Chad. Over. <laughs> Can you feel it now? No, 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 no. You're not listening. Myself and Chad. Wait, I'm helping Chad too. Putting the starfishes together. Myself and Chad are younger than you oh my so the benefit would be you for see, you in the rough end of this michelle because we've got a few years uh, on to accept end. our turds into your tunnel <laughs> <laughs> stop clenching i can't get it in we'll put some pvc relax it. It. you're gonna have gotta relax it breathe, breathe into it that's it just take it <laughs> in nice and easy downward facing dog <laughs> <laughs> like a poop suppository. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a bullet of brown it's, love. And I have to admit, I've seen pictures. It's a little bit runny. So it's running poop uh-huh. suppository. Got to put it through the blender first. <laughs> oh, You're welcome. This smoothie tastes funny. <laughs> it's I a know. Bit nutty it was mine. Should have added the strawberries. <laughs> of course, it's funny. <laughs> Oh, oh God! Well, uh, although it sounds hilarious, <laughs> no, of course it, it does. <laughs> Apparently, the new study suggests poop, young poop to be precise, is the key to a long life. So, do you want to live longer, Lee? So we need to track down a Boy Scout and go. <laughs> you can have my t- blender poop. I think we've established that's illegal in was it Connecticut, New Hampshire, New Hampshire. and Switzerland. Wow. So you're not taking me up the Matterhorn, is what you're saying. (laughs) Nature Communications team of researchers at the Barbraham Institute in Cambridge, UK, recently published the findings where they presented several benefits to poop transplants. Get it in ya. Get it down, (laughs) your boy. Get it down, your boy. Oh, it's better than the lemon lime Gatorade. <laughs> Get it in you. I think That's I'm funny. happy to have unbalanced. 
intestines. Rather than having to uh, drink your poop we smoothie. Will, we will donate it to your bottom end. Can I be the first person to say that Michelle's the oldest person in this room? So perhaps a collaborative... Oh, yeah. <laughs> a collaborative. An MQTA smoothie. Yes, if, into... we all, if we all took turns passing the blender around, you could get, a, you could get some British, you could get some... Chad. <laughs> Some Chad. Chad. Oh yeah. It's a, it's a bit spicy. Fibrous. It's spicy. It's spicy. Right up the old poop shoot. Wow. Mm. Yes, I want a poop transplant, or I just can't. <laughs> you decide. Go to our Facebook site. More questions and answers. Feel my youth. And if you pay, <laughs> it tastes like Teen Spirit. Oh. <laughs> youth poop. <laughs> Anytime, Michelle. Just saying. The collective education, <laughs> wit and wisdom of the four people around this table and we're sat there laughing at poop blender uh. jokes. This is where I am. Is it in life? Can I put my tender poop in a blender? <laughs> Happy days. God. Well, all good things come to an end. So let's look at tonight's scores in last place with the K2 meter and the dead battery. Tonight is Michelle who scored she gets a Norwegian sausage and a field full of Boy Scouts in New Hampshire. So nice. Thank you. In third place tonight is Chad, who scored a rather resplendent five. He gets a purple carrot and a night in Amsterdam. So a lot can... of good answers, answers, though. Yes, a lot of good answers, <laughs> but your task, if you wish to receive it, is to get a purple carrot and turn it white overnight in Amsterdam. Mm. In second place tonight is myself. I got up to six. I get a psychic agent from Michigan who is 00196 and some cash <laughs> to buy a rigged vote. Our runaway leader tonight in first place, winning the $33,000 IR cameras. Miss Morris, she's in first place on a rather <laughs> fantastical seven. Ooh. She gets a helicopter, a bucket of holy water and a magnet to attract hairy men. <laughs> she sees a hairy man walking away. Wow. My gratitude and gracious thanks are extended to Lorna Hunter, Heather Morris, Chad Peters, Michelle Corey, and all at the International Paranormal Society at paranormal.net. And you can jump over to SoundCloud right now. Search for MQTA Radio and you will find us in the archives doing an extra 20 to 25 minutes of the show and a round called Not For Your Mother that we can't read out on air because it's laden with filth and innuendo. So you get a little bit more for your money. You've been listening to MQTA Radio, the only paranormal news quiz anywhere in the world. With your host, Adrian Lee, we are the very best in paranormal news, radio, entertainment, the light before the darkness. Don't forget to join us on Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central Time on the History Channel for our watch party for Civil War Gold. It just remains for me to say thank you for listening and remember, be interested and interesting. Good night.